0: Hello, I'm Scott Cullen and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Who are this season's top 50 NHL players? Find out on the Locked On NHL Podcast. Joe DiBiase, Mike DiStefano, and Rachel Donner. Reveal the top 50 players as voted on by our local experts across the Locked On Network of Podcasts. Subscribe to the Locked On AHL Podcast on YouTube and turn your notifications on so that you never miss an episode. So today's episode, as we're continuing uh, through offseason, we're going to look at the Vegas Golden Knights and kind of a, a status update uh, on the Golden Knights and uh, where they are headed towards uh, next season. So as always, we'll start things off uh, looking up front, uh, where uh, the Vegas Golden Knights first line uh, has left winger Max Pacioretty eight-time 20-goal scorer, has scored 56 goals in the past two seasons. That ranks 10th in the National Hockey League, and Patch Reddy is a volume shooter. He has 481 shots uh, in the past couple of years. That ranks fourth uh, and has recorded more than three shots per game in nine of his past 10 seasons. Uh, Now, Patch Reddy, very effective, puts up big numbers. He'll also be 33 in November, so decline could be lurking around the corner, but... Uh, as it is right now, uh, you have to be pretty satisfied with what you get out of Max Pacioretty. Uh, at center, Chandler Stevenson, uh, who had been a checking center in Washington, uh, but since moving to Vegas has spent most of his time uh, centering the top line. Uh, and uh, in 92 games with the Golden Knights, Stevenson has 57 points, uh, and only seven of those points have come on the power play. So uh, he used his speed and has been uh, fairly effective in the role, even if uh, he's the type of player that you think is going to get replaced uh, and, you know, may ultimately end up sliding down the depth chart. Uh, and then on the right side of that top line is Mark Stone, who is an elite play-driving winger, has 259 points in 255 games uh, over the past four seasons, uh, one of 24 players uh, in the league to score better than a point per game at that time. Uh, and Stone has finished in the top five of Selkie voting in each of the past three seasons. So uh, he's, you know, terrific defensively, scores better than a point per game. Uh, he is very much the leader. Uh, of this Vegas franchise. Uh, To the second line, uh, and this is a a cornerstone piece really here for uh, the Golden Knights, is this line of Jonathan Marchisot, William Carlson, and Riley Smith. Uh, And so Marchisot was an expansion gift from the Florida Panthers uh, and has put up at least 0.7 points per game uh, in each of his four seasons with Vegas. Last season he had 44 points in 55 games, so it was 0.8 points per game. Uh, And he's improved as a play driver uh, and is a, a volume shooter, has more than three shots per game in each of his four seasons with Vegas. Uh, on top of all that, even though he's not that big, so does tend to play with uh, some physical edge. Uh, so uh, as, as a second-line winger, uh, he's a, a very valuable uh, contributor. At center, they've got William Carlson. and uh, Carlson had a 43-goal season his first season with the Golden Knights, and that's an aberration. But... His contributions otherwise are terrific. he's, he's still drives play offensively, uh, is a good two-way player, uh, and uh, as Vegas kind of continues to maybe seek out options to be their number one center, like as I said, it does feel like Chandler Stevenson is somewhat of a placeholder there. Uh, I think they're quite comfortable with William Carlson as a number two center uh, right now because he, he does it at both ends of the rink uh, and uh, has a, a lot of familiarity uh, with Marcheseau and right winger Riley Smith. Uh, all three of these guys really were uh, expansion gifts. Uh, and so Riley Smith, his productivity slipped a bit, la- bit last season. He only ended up with 25 points, but he's generally underrated uh, and and not by his team, usually just by the public. Uh, he's played more than 17 minutes per game for six straight seasons, uh, is reliable secondary offense, and usually uh, solid defensively. Last season was not, uh, not his best in that regard. Uh, but... Uh, if, if you're Vegas, the line of is So Carlson, and Smith is not uh, a problem area for you at all. Uh, to the third line, uh, where uh, Matthias Yanmark is back, uh, and he's a solid but unspectacular player who uh, the Golden Knights picked up in a trade with Chicago last year. Played well for Vegas in the postseason, and that uh, earned him a new contract. Uh, basically, when you look at Yanmark, he's not going to put up big numbers, but is sound defensively. Uh, and uh, while he's not going to put up huge numbers, he can contribute a little bit. Uh, offensively and so you're, you're fine with him uh, in that in that kind of role. Uh, now possibly at center you have Nolan Patrick who's a real wild card. He was the number two pick in the 2017 draft, missed all of the 2019-20 season due to migraines, uh, returned last season to Philadelphia's lineup and had nine points in 52 games and the Flyers route scored 39-12 uh, with Patrick on the ice during five on five play like that that's a whooping. Um, and so now Patrick has a chance to resurrect his career. Uh, with the Golden Knights, uh, we we will see uh, if uh, if he can get it back on track, uh, and and certainly from from Vegas's perspective, uh, they're they're willing to roll the dice here. That they ended up uh, dealing Cody Glass uh, in in uh, in order to make uh, the Patrick acquisition, and you know you have you have to expect that, uh, I mean one uh, they kind of passed judgment on on uh, Cody Glass and what he was going to bring to them, uh, but. Uh, also that, uh, that Nolan Patrick uh, is, is worth taking this shot uh, that, uh, and, and certainly the, the Vegas golden Knights tend to tilt towards the Western hockey league. And, uh, and you can, you know, maybe that's part of the reason that they're willing to give him this shot. Uh, but uh, it is, there is some risk involved. Uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that, that, uh, you know, Nolan Patrick, uh, if, if he can't get back on track, uh, you're going to need to find a new answer uh, for that third line center spot. Uh, and then on the right side, we've got Evgeny Dadanov uh, whose production dipped last season in Ottawa. But he's a skilled winger, uh, and he does give the Golden Knights some options uh, when filling out their lineup, that uh, he could move up the lineup to play with uh, other scoring wingers, can move on to the left side uh, as well. Uh, and I, I wouldn't uh, write Dadanov off just because last season in Ottawa wasn't uh, up to his previous standards uh, for what he had done in Florida. Now, part of the reason uh, that Vegas needs Dadanov early is that Alex Tuck uh, is going to be out for a while. He and Tuck uh, has a rare combination of size, speed, skill. It moves very fluidly uh, for someone as big as he is. He's listed at 6'4", 220 pounds. Uh, and at the same time, he's recovering from shoulder surgery. Uh, and that's probably going to cost him three to four months uh, of the season. Uh, and, but uh, if you know if everything goes okay for the, uh, for the Golden Knights and all of a sudden Alex Tuck uh, rolls into the lineup four months into the season, uh, that's a pretty good boost for the stretch run. In uh, the playoffs, uh, now to the fourth line, uh, where uh, there's William Carrier, uh, who's a hard-hitting winger, uh, generally uh, gets favorable possession numbers, uh, and you know not a whole lot uh, of offense uh, coming from him. That's fine as a, as a fourth-line guy that that uh, does the job. Uh, maybe Brett Howden, uh, who's a 23-year-old who had a miserable season for the Rangers last year, uh, had seven points in 42 games, just one goal. Um, and in three seasons with the Rangers, Howden was outscored 96-67. to 67. Uh, Maybe, uh, uh, again, a fresh start for Brad Howden. Maybe that gives him a, a chance to turn things around, but uh, so far, uh, he's uh, he has not done uh, a lot to earn uh, his spot in the National Hockey League. Uh, then there's Nicholas Waugh, who emerged as a, a fairly capable checking forward for Vegas uh, last season for sure, but even a little bit uh, in the season before uh, and has put up solid defensive results, uh, occasional offensive contributions, but not a lot there. Uh, and, and, so, and so you could may, maybe, maybe going to end up as an extra uh, if, if he loses out to Nicholas Waugh for the center spot, uh, or maybe uh, one of them ends up on the wing uh, and Keegan Kolasar is also uh, in a battle for a wing spot on that fourth line. Uh, he, he, Plays a physical game, and that, that should fit the, the sort of style that uh, Vegas has on their fourth line. Uh, and then, uh, really, you're going to end up with some questions about uh, who are the the guys battling for either depth spots or guys who could uh, jump into the lineup and maybe push some people down. And and certainly, first and foremost, would be Peyton Krebs, a uh, young center who got into a, a few games for... Uh, Vegas last season, but uh, very promising prospect. And question is, uh, if he comes in, and maybe he's the third line center, uh, and then that uh, makes Nolan Patrick uh, part of the competition for for a spot on the fourth line. Maybe maybe that is how uh, it plays. Uh, you also have winger Jack Dugan, uh, who's very promising, and then uh, a veteran like Patrick Brown, who uh, is a real you know guy you, you gets called up, plays on the fourth line, gives you everything he's got, uh, and has. Earned himself uh, an NHL career that way. Uh, But Patrick Brown is very much on the, kind of on the, uh, the edge of of the roster. Uh, And then maybe a wild card is Sven Berchi, uh, who had uh, some decent years early in his career and then uh, ended up (laughs) somehow pricing himself out of Vancouver and not, not merely that, uh, uh, he he wasn't uh, living up to the the price on his contract, uh, but that Vancouver decided that they were they were better off without Berchi, uh playing for them altogether. Uh, it, given the the number of questionable uh, contracts that uh, uh, were in existence there in Vancouver, it's hard to imagine how how Berchi was clearly the one who had to uh, be shuffled aside. And so, uh, some somewhere in that group of, of four forwards there, uh, there'll there'll be a couple who. Uh, get into regular playing time uh, with the Golden Knights. And, and certainly if it's guys like Krebs and Dugan and they're young guys who who, who step up and, and perform, well then, you know, that's going to raise the ceiling for what this team uh, might be able to accomplish. Uh, but having a, uh, a solid veteran like Brown uh, just to come in and, and play some games on the fourth line, that's going to be useful too. It's that time of year again and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always... BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, and that includes online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest It's open now at BetOnline. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today receive a 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo, that is, make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, season opener between the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. That's for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. Now, BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. That includes football and basketball and boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. So we've covered the forwards. Let's take a look at what's happening on the blue line uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights. and We'll start with Alex Petrangelo, big ticket free agent signing. Who was maybe not quite as effective defensively in his uh, first season for Vegas. But overall, still very good. Still makes a big impact. Has played more than 24 minutes uh, per game for 10 straight seasons. Uh, and this coming season, will probably make it to 11. Uh, and so, uh, expect Alex Petrangelo to be a big part uh, of, of what happens uh, for the Vegas defense. Uh, Braden McNabb, uh, who uh, will play in their top four. Is a solid defensive defenseman. Is, offers a hard physical game. Limited offensive contributions, but uh, if you if you you know you're looking for somebody to provide some muscle, clear the crease, kind of an old school uh, defenseman, there is Braden McNabb. Uh Shea Theodore has emerged in the past season and a half as an elite puck moving defenseman in the National Hockey League. He pushes the pace offensively, can run the power play, and with his strong play driving results, can get himself into uh, a Norris Trophy uh, conversation. He's finished in sixth place back to back years, um, and so you know, with a strong season, uh, Theodore could definitely uh, vault up there uh, to be a finalist or even a winner. Uh, and uh, last season, Vegas outscored opponents 60-33 to 33, uh, during five-on-five play with Theodore on the ice. Uh, so he, he's a difference maker uh, for the Golden Knights. Then there's Alec Martinez, who uh, Vegas re-signed. Uh, he was going to be an unrestricted free agent, uh, but uh, they're keeping him around. He was the league's uh, best shot blocker last season and had the highest points per game of his career. He had 32 points in 53 games. Now, uh, I wouldn't expect the offense to, to maintain. I don't think Martinez is going to uh, put up 45 plus points in a full season. Uh, and he may, he may not even be able to block shots at the same rate that he did uh, last year when he was kind of running away uh, from the rest of the league. But uh, you know what he's going to offer. He's a decent puck moving veteran defenseman uh, who has uh, found his way into a, a real shot blocking role. Uh, Nicholas Haig is a towering defenseman who who made some pretty nice progress last year his second uh, season Uh, can play a physical game uh, but he also moves well enough, has enough skill he can move the puck uh, that uh he's a legit top 4 candidate and that could be in the near future i think if if martinez had had gone elsewhere as a free agent there was a chance for hag to uh move into the top 4 uh, as soon as next season but uh if it if it's another year or two down the road that that's uh fine too uh because i think hag uh is on a pretty nice development track uh for the golden knights uh Zach whitecloud uh on that third pair is strong defensively uh but also doesn't do a whole lot uh, offensively, uh, which kind of makes him a fit. Put him on the third pair, uh, maybe have him kill, kill penalties, but uh, you kind of have a, a specific role uh, for Zach Whitecloud. Uh, and then uh, maybe Dylan Coughlin uh, as an extra uh, defenseman here. He's he, he has some offensive upside and uh, has shown he can uh, contribute at that end of the rink. Defensively, a eh, little iffy. Uh, and so that that is, I guess, part of the battle uh, for Dylan Coughlin. If he's uh, if he's going to, you know, push out one of these guys who's in the top six, he probably has to uh, improve his play without the puck, uh, and that, that's not the easiest thing to do as you're when you're uh, playing as the seventh defenseman. But uh, if he you know, gets into the lineup kind of part-time and uh, adds a, a bit of a puck-moving element uh, when he does it, then so be it. Uh, I think you can look at this group uh, overall uh, for Vegas and be pretty pretty satisfied uh, with what they're offering. Uh, now, when it comes to goaltending, uh, the, the Vegas Golden Knights had the Vesna Trophy winner last season, and they traded him away, uh, sending Marc-Andre Fleury to Chicago, and that means Robin Leonard uh, is going to get his shot uh, as the, the number one guy here in Vegas, uh, and He's doing it, uh, having had to. Re- he recovered from hip surgery uh, last off season, so he didn't play uh, as much uh, last year as because he, cause he uh, recovering from injury and then Flurry playing so well. Uh, it kind of was a, an unusual season for a goaltender uh, of Leonard's stature. Uh, but since 2016-2017, he does have a 9-19 save percentage that ranks him seventh uh, among goalies that have played at least 100 games in that time. Ranks him second among goaltenders that have played at least 200 games, uh, and so. You know, Leonard might have some big skates to fill uh, with marc Andre Fleury leaving after winning the Vesna Trophy. Uh, but I, I think when you look at the the overall of Robin Leonard's career, uh, he is you know full value to be a starting goaltender in the league and, and one of the one of the better uh, starting goaltenders in the league. I think you can uh, kind of comfortably put him around the the top five uh, of of starters in the league right now, as long as he's healthy and uh, and we can presume that that's the case uh, going into next season uh, with. Uh, Leonard in the starter's role, uh, that, that means Vegas needed a, a new backup, and they grabbed Laurent Brassois, uh, who uh, has been an adequate backup uh, in Winnipeg. past three years, he's played 54 games uh, behind Connor Hellebuck, has a nine thirteen save percentage uh, in those games, uh, and if he performed like that for uh, Vegas, uh, I think they'd be thrilled, uh, and uh, it, maybe there's a possibility that he ends up playing a little bit more uh, in, in the backup role with Vegas than he did uh, behind Hellebuck, who, who plays a lot. Uh, for for the Winnipeg Jets, uh, so when we come back, uh, we will break down some special teams, uh, and then uh, look into uh, prospects, and then kind of the uh, the forecast uh, of what we can expect from the Vegas Golden Knights next season. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they have so many delicious flavors. There's something for everyone here, and that. Uh, from their selection of flavors, they have coconut, and cherry barcia, and raspberry, and mint brownie, and double chocolate, and salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. That is really a great mix of flavors. And so for me, salted caramel is my favorite. I like the sweet and the salty at the same time. But if you haven't tried uh, those flavors, you can get a mixed box from Bilt Bar. They'll give you two of each. You sample them, decide which ones you like, and then order more uh, of those from Bilt Bar. Uh, because you have these this great variety of flavors. They're covered in 100% chocolate. So they taste... Great, like a candy bar, and um, they're healthy too. Uh, in addition to tasting great, they are loaded with protein. They're low in calories, low in sugar, low in carbs. Uh, so uh, use them when you're, uh, you know, starting out a workout routine. That's what I did, uh, and really, I, I noticed the the protein boost for my muscles. Uh, and Bilt Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team uh, when you're talking about real athletes who are doing this. So go to Bilt.com, use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. That is promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked on NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked on NHL podcast every Monday, Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. So when we look to the Vegas Golden Knights, and when it comes to their special teams over the past three seasons, uh, at five on four, the Vegas Golden Knights rank first in shots per 60 minutes. Uh, 58.2 uh, shots uh, per 60 minutes there. So they fire a lot of shots. Uh, at the same time, they're 18th uh, in goals per 60, 6.63. Uh, and so maybe you you could suspect that their their quality of shots is not great. Well, according to expected goals, they're fourth uh, in expected goals uh, per sixty during five on four play over the past three years, uh, with seven point one zero. So uh, somewhere along the way, uh, they're not uh, not achieving uh, as many goals uh, during five on four play as might be expected. I think they they do get a lot of shots from the point. Um, you know Shea Theodore for one, uh, being one who launches shots from. Uh, from distance, uh, but uh, even even if they're fourth in expected goals per 60, uh, I think so- somewhere along the way there's a, a disconnect uh, if, the, if the Golden Knights are actually sitting at 18th uh, in goals per 60 over the past three seasons during five-on-four play. Uh, so overall, I think their power play is probably a good one, uh, but uh, needs some refining uh, in order to take full advantage of, of the number of shots they're getting. Uh, then, when it comes to the penalty kill, uh, during four-on-five play over the past three seasons, they're 18th uh, in shot attempts against, 94.6 uh, per 60 minutes. They're 11th in shots against, 49.8. 10th in goals against, 6.4. Uh, and 12th in expected goals against, 6.11. So, overall, I think you you look at and say, it's probably a better-than-average uh, penalty kill that they have. Yeah, they allow a few more shot attempts uh, than, than the average team, but... Uh, Shot, shots against, expected goals against, goals against, those are all uh, lower than average uh, numbers, so you, ha- you have to, uh, I think in some total, uh, have to be reasonably satisfied uh, with the penalty killing uh, from the Vegas Golden Knights. Yes, it could be better, uh, but uh, I think you'll take, uh, uh, in total, their special teams. Uh, being well above average uh, overall. Now, when it comes to the remaining needs uh, for the Vegas Golden, I, I don't think they have you know glaring needs. Yes, they they could uh, find a new number one center, and and basically as long as Jack Eichel hangs out there, there's a possibility uh, that Vegas uh, swings some kind of deal uh, to get Eichel. It would not be easy, uh, but uh, it, until Eichel actually moves out of the Buffalo, uh, there is the possibility that uh, that Vegas figures out a way to do it, uh, and so. That, that would be kind of the the one concern. otherwise, uh, they've they've got a solid starting goaltender with a, a solid veteran backup. They've got a, a quality group of defensemen. Maybe you want some more organizational depth on the blue line, but uh, by and large, that's not too bad either. Uh, and then up front, uh, I think maybe their their depth forwards uh, could have some question marks, but I think that there's also that leaves room for some of their young players, and whether it's guys like Peyton Krabs and Jack Dugan uh, coming in. Uh, that might be opportunities for them. And so when you look at the prospects, Krebs is is kind of the, the prime prospect here for uh, Vegas. Uh, he had 43 points in 24 games in the Western Hockey League last year, uh, added five points in five games in the American Hockey League, one point in, in four games for Vegas. Uh, and so he's certainly on the trajectory uh, where he's going to end up in Vegas at, uh, at some point this year and maybe even right off the start. And uh, in, in the... As I said, if Peyton Krebs kind of steps in and plays really well, he changes the trajectory really for the team uh, because uh, if he's, say, their third-line center, uh, that uh, moves somebody like Nolan Patrick down into a, into battling for a spot on the fourth line uh, and you know gives, uh, I think, a, a higher ceiling to what uh, Vegas might be able to accomplish. Uh, Jack Dugan, uh, quality uh, prospect who had 33 points in 37 games uh, in the American Hockey League last year, and I think uh, that... Uh, makes uh, Dugan an interesting uh, candidate, uh, and you know no guarantee that uh, uh, he steps in, but I think he he 's a guy who uh, does offer you some upside that if uh, if you end up needing a winger who can play in a scoring role, uh, Jack Dugan uh, might give that to you uh, goaltender logan thompson 's an interesting one, not likely to have a huge uh, demand for him right away if if, uh, if Leonard and Bressois are the, the you know the two uh, stable uh, veterans in net for, for Vegas but Logan Thompson 23 games in the American Hockey League last year had a 943 save percentage now look 23 game AHL sample is a very small sample at the same time a 943 save percentage is pretty great uh, so uh, maybe maybe Logan Thompson is going to be the you know the AHL starter this year and you'll kind of see how he handles uh, that uh, but he might be knocking on the door if if he continues to play really well you know, he, he may uh, give the Golden Knights a little bit more insurance uh, in net if, if something happens to Leonard or Boursois. Uh and Then you could consider uh, right-winger Lucas Vins, uh who played for uh, Henderson in the American Hockey League last year, had 24 points in 37 games. Uh, you now, he probably needs another season in the American Hockey League to really, um, you know, get accustomed to the, the full schedule and... Uh, of pro hockey in, in North America and, and see whether or not he can uh, kind of make the jump. But he's in that mix uh, of, of young wingers who uh, could get a call to, to Vegas at some point this year. So overall, what do the Vegas Golden Knights, are, are they a, a playoff team, championship contender? Well, to me, I think they look like a legit Stanley Cup contender. Now, you know, that's provided Robin Leonard is healthy. I mean, I think we can say that for almost every team, that yes, you need your starting goaltender to stay healthy, but given that Leonard wasn't that healthy last season, that uh, maybe is a bit more of a question mark for him. Uh, They have quality defense. They have a strong group of forwards. And that group of forwards, you know, there's room for... Uh, upside, I guess you know. If you get Alex Tuck when he comes back from surgery, uh, if you get Peyton Krebs and or Jack Dugan uh, in that mix at some point during the season, well, you know, there's a chance here that that this forward group that already looked pretty good uh, could look pretty great uh, by the time you uh, the playoffs roll around. And so, and then on top of that, uh, we know that Vegas likes to go big game hunting, and uh, you, you can't really count them out of uh, of making a deal for uh, for a big name player if they're available. And and so if that means you know they take a, a shot at, at Jack Eichel before the season starts. Uh, however improbable that might be, uh, I don't discount the, the Vegas Golden Knights because that's how they've that's how they've operated uh, in their uh, short time here in the National Hockey League. And so, uh, but as I say, it, it seems to have worked out because I think they're a legit Stanley Cup contender again this year. Uh, and really, you know, when you're a, a team who plays at a high level like like Vegas, uh, you can't guarantee yourself a Stanley Cup win. It's basically give yourself the best shot year after year after year. uh, And at some point, uh, you hope to crack through. Uh, And I think uh, this year, uh, Vegas will put themselves in position to do it again. uh, And maybe, maybe this is the time that they make it through for uh, their first Stanley Cup. So that will do it for the Vegas Golden Knights. It's a really good team. Look like they're in pretty good shape uh, heading into the season. Uh, And so we will continue uh, breaking down teams. Uh, as as we kind of roll through the offseason. Next up will be the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, Also check out the Locked On Fantasy Baseball podcast. You know, they they actually have games being played right now. Uh, So find these podcasts, subscribe on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. Betting on the National Hockey League doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. Locked On Podcast, ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.